Hello, fellow Mega Tennis, and welcome to another episode of Hello, Fellow Mega Tennis, the best Mega Ten podcast out there. I'm your host, LaRue, and with me is Neb. Hello. Glib. Hi. <laughs> Spider. Hey there. And Nocturne. Hey, Nocturne. <laughs> wow, the end was coming. I, it's because it's because I used the wa- wrong tone, and I realized. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I'm not gonna bail you out of that one. Terrible. So, obviously, the first two hours of the podcast are going to be talking about Nocturne, which is the <laughs> HD remaster, um, mm-hmm. being ported to one good console and one potato. <laughs> one console <laughs> exclusive <laughs> here, babies. <laughs> so you can get it for PS4, or you can get it for Switch. Obviously, the Switch version is made for people who have <laughs> poor life choices. Um, as, I think like this, this came kind of like out of nowhere because it was announced um, as one of the two major announcements as, as part of a what did they call it? Uh, Nintendo Direct, right? No, it was yeah, a partner but, direct specifically. Partner okay, direct, whatever. Yeah, That's like TEDx mean. and TED whatever. Who gives a Why? shit? Yeah, TED Z. Same thing. But um, it was just it was one of those interesting little nuggets, or one of two interesting nuggets. Unless you're a fan of wrestling, uh, what did you guys think of that whole like experience of the announcement, and then like yeah, just basically the fanfare? Pretty funny because people were like, "Oh boy, it's gonna be Metroid or Zelda." It's like, nope, sorry, bitch. Mario. Sorry, it's Nocturne. <laughs> Um, the announcement was so crazy to me because I didn't watch the director because I thought it was be like like no, twenty minutes nothing. Yeah, I was at work doing. I was at work. I was like, I never watched it. I came back to my phone. And I had like twenty thousand pings in Discord. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That was kind of like what I had going on because I was like, I'm not gonna watch this. I don't really care about Nintendo, anyways. But I did predict the other announcement, so whatever. Oh, yeah, you did. That was crazy. <laughs> but um, I. I just got like all these like yeah pings and like people who own like my real life friends who are just like you like Megaton like they were like look look it's good this thing you like is, is happening and I'm like what <laughs> like I got down. a lot of um pings too like hours after like did you see this yet yes yes I saw it like <laughs> 10 seconds after it was posted okay <laughs> no one pinged me good that's because you're dead to everyone <laughs> It was, also, it was also pretty fun, too, because everyone else was watching the English Direct, and I was watching the du- Japanese Direct, right? So I saw Shin Megami Tensei Five first in the Japanese Direct, because they showed that first and Nocturne second. And everyone else saw Nocturne first and Shin Megami Tensei Five first. Mm. So it was a bit of a confusion. Like, so I was like, no, it's not Nocturne. That's weird. It's so They, it's they even do their reveals left to right. whatever you know how the joke goes yeah it was a justified decision though because to me the japanese fans would be more invested in a nocturne re-release than a smt5 right and people in the west care more about smt5 over nocturne that's at least my rationale maybe if you're deep into the fan base the smt5 meme is so strong in the west that you could say that but probably if you do like a survey of the main Western fan base, they probably know Nocturne more. Just in the general psyche. There are a lot of Nocturne memes out there. 
people probably have a generally higher visibility of it than five. I think Nocturne trending higher on Twitter than both Atlas and Shin Megami Tensei Five was pretty telling. Yeah. And, right. you know, I will be honest that I'm more excited for Nocturne than SMT5. Uh, I'm excited because it's coming sooner. Yeah. I'm, wow. I, I, so one of the things that they did is they, they announced the release date, which is amazing. It's actually, uh, what is it? It's... Um, October 29th, so it's super, super close. Well, if you're in uh, Japan or if you're pre-ordering the Japanese or Asian Chinese. release. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you're in luck and you can just play them right away. I pre-ordered it as already. Um, I think they just, did they just say 2021 spring for? It's spring, spring yeah. 2021. So I think that's um, end of Which, March at the soonest. So, by the way, yeah. I'm going to come yeah. out hard and say Actual release, twenty twenty two quarter three. That's my estimation <laughs> for S and T five. Uh, yeah, people are looking at that. It's very funny. People are like, "Wow, we got a release date for S and T five. No, no, you no, got that... a release estimate. Yeah, the release the release estimate, estimate for S and T five is just twenty twenty one. They don't give us yeah, a, exactly. any estimate at all for like." What's yeah, people are like, oh boy. Next year I can play it. Like you're probably not gonna play it next year. Just chill. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing it this year because I pre-ordered what now, four copies, I think. Of Nocturne? And, yeah, that one's still spring twenty twenty one. So bro. I will say that like one of the interesting things is they announced a collector's edition and kind of like a callback to the original collector's edition for the vanilla version they had that um they're, they're having another version of the amalogram um thing but instead of being in an incense burner it's an aroma lamp that you plug into the wall so it sucks because i don't have to use a um converter majigger so i can actually use it oh yeah because it's japanese only so hey, think about that plugs. you're right <laughs> you have to go to best buy and buy an adapter for a scented nightlight fucking nerd. it looks cool too i want one the uh, the nightlight's made out of uh, ceramics or uh, porcelain. I'm not sure which, but so it's very fragile. Which it's not cool. cheap material. That would be fun to ship. What yeah. I want to do what I want to do is I want to take it and then um, create another cast so I can um, so I can do more, <laughs> make more of them. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you can pirate it. Cool. Good idea. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mentioned that. Can, Might as well. Can, you can hide that one and then yeah. use a you know one that might break instead. Exactly. And then also, I don't know, like maybe it would be kind of cool to <laughs> sell them on eBay for $50, $60. You're just, I'm just joking about piracy and now you're just laying out the plan. <laughs> Atlas, I did not have any part in this. All the finance crimes are LaRue. All the ships are out the window. Yeah, no but, but, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. Nocturne is. Um, the 29th of October, and then the English release is spring 2021. So, yeah, uh, a long wait for us. That's over six months just for, yeah, just learn Japanese. You got you only you have like a couple months to learn it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's I, I'll say that this this collector's edition has me more excited than the actual game, if only because the book is it's based on the Ayakashi month, I, I, Ayakashi monthly. 
that book that uh, or that uh, magazine that uh, Hijiri works for, and apparently it's supposed to be like a thing that what if he wrote or what if he actually released the next volume during the conception? Like that's it's supposed to be themed around that, and it's written by uh, it's written by the same guy who did the Megaton Maniacs book. Mm. So that's so going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be really, really good, or at least um, like calorie dense in terms of information. <laughs> uh, Nobuyuki Shioda is his name. So the fact that he's connected to to authoring that book means that it's going to be another one of those like if you're super interested in the lore and the history of Nocturne, it's probably going to be one of the like must-haves. And there's a soundtrack with like 37 songs, but I don't think that matters as much. <laughs> yeah, if you're a real OG, you already have that on your phone. It's yeah, fierce yeah. battle as your as your uh, your wake up. Your well, alarm. this one is supposed to have a new piano arrangement on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully it's a piano arrangement of fierce battle. There's an <laughs> implication on the website too that they may re-release the soundtrack at some point. So if you did not get the collector's edition, or if the English version does not have the soundtrack which it probably won't um then you might be able to get it at some other point in time yeah and then so what's this box does it come in the box i see that thing what the hell is that it's all stuffed in there um if it's like the other one it's gonna be it's it might be just all stuffed into the into that giant uh cash cube shape maybe not sure i think it's going to be yeah but it's like that whole thing, the whole limited edition thing has been marred with like bad news because it's sold out in like 30 minutes. And then like people automatically relisted it on Amazon <laughs> and Amazon doesn't, didn't separate the like scalping listings and the official listing. So it was actually, uh-huh. thing. but you would, you have to, the only way to know would be to see the check who the seller is. When it's an Amazon um, pre-order, it'll say it's fulfilled by Amazon. If it says literally anything else, then it's not. Yeah. And people were just buying from the scalpers for like thirty to, I think it was originally like only like thirty to forty dollars more, but then it became like eighty dollars more, and now it's like six hundred dollars more or five hundred dollars more. Christ, for a scented nightlight, folks. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> no, All this other content will be digitally available in a week. No one's well. Some people scan the Megaton Maniacs, but no one... People will scan the book. People will upload the soundtrack. Not what necessarily else? for the book. A soundtrack, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to share my book. I'm, I'm going to scan it for me, and that's it. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. You're a bourgeoisie <laughs> fuck. Buy it yourself. You bought five I, copies. No one else can buy it because you're, you're a pig. <laughs> Seeing the resale for so much, I'm kind of like, I should probably just sell like two of them and then use those two to buy a Switch. The earnings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, aren't they like $500 for just one collector's edition? Yes, it is. And the book is probably going to sell for more alone. Yeah, I, I think so too. That's like Megaton Manax is like that. It's like 50 bucks you, back. Though. You got to be a, a man of the people. You got to scan that up there upload it for I've, free. I've done a lot of that already. I've done enough free things that I, I'm allowed to be a scumbag. Do it. Do it. <laughs> but send I, me the magazine and I'll I'll scan it. I'll be a man of the people. The main thing that I wanted I don't to really care. I'm never gonna read it. The main thing I wanted to bring up in terms of the collector's edition or even just the release in general is the hideous box art. By far the ugliest thing I've ever seen in terms of Megaton box arts. 
<laughs> it's the yeah, one where he's like doing the the wacky uh, wavy inflatable tube man dance. Is that what I'm well, looking at? I don't know what I think that's the co- the um, I think that's going to be the cover or case for the soundtrack. But the the box art is like um, the Nocturne box art. Someone peed on it. And <laughs> like, so annoying. It's so ugly. I, I hope well, they give it like a metallic gold sheen so it doesn't look so bad. Sure. It's kind of weird like, they chose this color. Why does it go for the, the yellow? They they gave the um, Strange Journey uh, Redux uh, collector edition a gold yeah. sheen on it. So if they do mm. it for this, it might it might look better. Making things gold is stupid. But Who's yellow is even gold? worse. Yeah, yellow is way worse. Yellow is just a worse gold. Gold is bad already. Cause look, because that original um, art piece of him, like with his arms up, you know, it's all red. So it's kind of like, oh man, it's d- super demonic. Yeah. This one, it's like, dang, he's in a world of urine. Like, it's not good. <laughs> world of strength. World. I, of I don't like how washed out the art is because it's really highly detailed and it's got a really nice atmosphere yep. and it's just ugh. all lost. That's all pee pee. Yeah, so um, if you if you get that and you actually like that cover art, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Print um, out another version of it and just slip the red one in there. There you go. Sounds good. The GameStop tech. The next, the next part of the Nocturne controversy comes from the Chinese and Korean versions of the game. So after a couple days, I think um, three days or so after the announcement, they had a live stream where after the live stream, they updated all the websites except the U.S. website to show like descriptions of the characters. The very bottom of the character description for the Korean and Chinese websites clearly states that Raido and Goto will not be appearing in the games. And I think the funniest reaction I saw was the Chinese fans on Facebook were calling it the castrated version of the game. <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> so what are they going to do if they don't... Are they just going to put in Dante instead? They are definitely not putting in Dante because uh, otherwise yeah. he would take the spot on the website. Yeah. yeah. It's just not going to have that encounter. It's just like it moves on to the next chapter. It's like, all right, well. The speculation is they're going to get vanilla. Which I hope actually really hope that's the case because that would be interesting. So I could not hear you. Go ahead. It would be a two minute cutscene if you just stand there in silence by yourself. Yeah. Like, a text box appears and it's blank, and there's just a blank screen, and it cuts back to your character, and he's just reacting to something that isn't happening. That's a good idea. Not that he has any emotions when he when sure. He's a protagonist of a JRPG. He doesn't have any feelings. I don't know. I I started playing um, a Megami Tensei game today, and one time the guy shook his head, and I was like, "Whoa, that's a lot of emotion." (laughs) Yeah, but then he then he started Naruto running immediately after. So that you're like, "All right, this guy (laughs) is on the spectrum. (laughs) He is on the spectrum. He does not have feelings." I don't know. That I will like just like a random. If you walk past a train, does your character just start staring at it like inexplicably? Can't stop. Isn't that most people who see a train? You just look. You have to look. Mm. Yeah. You just have to watch it go by. So I'm, I'm interested because I was looking at, like, the Chinese laws regarding censorship and, um, and media stuff. And there's some weird stuff there that I, I'm like, oh, man, this could apply to basically anything in Nocturne. They're yeah. very, very inconsistent about yeah. the 
how they do it. Yeah. And they don't then, like skeletons, which I'm very against. There's still media with skeletons in it. Yeah, you guys got to not, you got to stop hating on skeletons. I think they have rights. I think they're people just like us. Yeah. Um, another, another, the other thing was uh, the Korean, uh, they had released a statement about two months ago saying that they're going to crack down on uh, restrictions regarding imagery and video games. So I'm like, I went over their rule thing, and it's also really obtuse, and basically any of the stuff that they say could could apply. Um, and they didn't. And for the record, the Koreans got the vanilla version of Nocturne, the one without um, Dante, our true demon ending. They did not get. Um, they did not get the Chronicle version, but I think they got Maniacs. I couldn't. I couldn't find any definitive evidence one way or another for that one. I saw a post about it that they had gotten a Maniacs before, but I don't know if that was... Yeah. So let's, get to, let's get to the meat of this. Why is this being censored in China and Korea? Because I, the, the thought is that it, because he's... Because Raido's from Taisho era Japan. Japan and he, he killed a lot of crimes. Chinese people. Yeah, J- Japan committed war crimes against... He has a gun. <laughs> and, and so that era is just like... Um, a source spot, especially for, yeah, yeah, especially for Korea. So I think that's part of it, potentially. Um, I don't know. There, there. I just couldn't really figure out another reason. I'm like, maybe the maybe the uh, fiends are a problem, which is why I'm I was leaning towards them doing vanilla because maybe they're like, oh, no bones, please. Well, well I, I could see though. China doing that, and then me like, well, since China's you know complaining. And Korea's complaining, we'll just give them the same version. Yeah. And I was told that there's two different versions of the Chinese games, typically, like a Hong Kong version and a, another Chinese version, but I could not find any information to support that. It was just <laughs> What's the difference between those two? Like, uh, the different types of Chinese, simplified and um, whatever the other one is. Uh, uh, I thought you were talking about in terms of censorship. Like, the Hong Kong was like, all right, skeletons are fine, but war crimes? Hong Kong had its own gu- well, has kind of yeah. They're yeah, an autonomous it, region, technically, sort of. Not, not so much anymore. We got yep. owned. They got Tiananmen pretty hard. See, there's another interesting thing that they did with uh, the remaster is that they announced uh, that they're <laughs> adding a merciful mode, which is funny because maniacs. Well, I mean, they're putting it on Switch. Yeah, well, that's that's. I think that's the main reason. But maniacs, <laughs> they're the one of the additions besides uh, True Demon Ending and uh, Dante. It was a hard mode, which was it's historically famously one of the worst hard modes in yeah. Megaton because it's poorly designed. But it was a selling point when it first came out. <laughs> of course, yeah, for fucking Megaton, so like they get hard at the idea of like endlessly grinding to beat a boss. Yeah. So, oh look. Spent 40 hours and I beat Mott in Maniacs. It's like, okay, what'd you get from that? Grinding for the currency, Maka was even worse. Yeah, it's it's such an awful. And then then you have the hard type, which to me is like not any better, but whatever. Uh, That's free DLC. Merciful Mode is free DLC. And it's not included on the DLC page, but there's a DLC page. Um, for a Nocturne remaster, I my thought is that it's probably going to be cosmetic stuff, like oh you're going to be able to play 
um, Nocturne, but maybe Demi Fiend looks like Demi Fiend a diaper and a binky. I can't imagine him wearing costumes. Like they'd probably just like give him different colored pants. Like here's the pants from If. Here's samurai <laughs> pants. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you don't even bother giving upper body models for different clothes. We're like, look, you can have new oh. shoes. Oh, uh, that's I'm, that's I'm good for gear, getting rid of those shoes. Yeah. I hate those shoes. Yeah, those shoes. What Fifty dollar DLC shoes. <laughs> the first time I buy DLC. To get rid of his shoes. I beat shoes like some Yeezys or something. The other thing I'm thinking is gonna it's gonna be like it might be more stuff like the Diamond Realms type thing versus fan service, which I wouldn't mind either. But I, like I frankly probably won't buy any DLC regardless of what it is because DLC is evil. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not buying it. I think it's gonna be um, items to make the game easier, yeah. even <laughs> on top of a merciful yeah. mode. Shit like that. It's probably not going to be actual content, I don't think. Although, I mean, it might be. It'd be interesting if they actually developed real content after the fact. Well, there's all yeah. that prototype and um, tech content. Use some existing shit to make a new yeah. section. That'd be cool. But yeah, and- it'll probably be some kind of like junk like that where it's like EXP potion or like how they had in, um, in uh, Apocalypse where they have yeah. like the zone where you could just get a million dollars for free or whatever. It's like, Ooh. what is this? What are we doing here? Um, Yamai yeah, is the director for this project as well, and he did uh, Maniacs too. So, I don't know. It's possible he did help with the original director's cut of this, so yeah, he should know what he's yeah. doing with it. Yeah, I, I have some faith in Yamai. I mean, but he also was involved with Strange Journey Redux. So, yeah. So every rose has its thorn. So, I don't know what your problem is. But, uh. but um, I think it's funny in his um, interview, he mm-hmm. talked about the Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate that, actually. He actually used it in a serious context, saying that it, it's Dark Souls. laughing when he said Nocturne is the Dark Souls of JRPGs. It made me want to like punch the screen. Like, well, in the context, it makes sense because it has this reputation of being super hard, and that's why they added the uh, merciful mode. It's not actually that hard, though. It's just a really yeah. steep learning curve for newbies. Yeah, it's very unforgiving. Which I, frankly, I was surprised reading that because I didn't know that it being notoriously hard was a thing in Japan. I, I assumed that they were intelligent but i guess they're also subhuman like most <laughs> it's a, it's it was really also s and 3 so before all they had was one and two and those are like <laughs> hard games right the, oh, the guy who played the demo for the um the unveil stream he almost died during the um promo he was on merciful mode in level 24 <laughs> probably had a gun like against his back and was like if you die <laughs> You die. <laughs> yeah, so I think people are still going to die a lot in the game, even with all that. Sure. I'm, I bet you I'll never die in that game. Um, uh huh. So that that like kind of like tying into when you um talking about your mind that uh, interview for Famitsu. Like I thought it was interesting when he talks about how the reception initially for Nocturne was really poor. Like and then how it kind of shifted in from being like a hated game by critics and yeah. by fans 
to being considered a god game, whatever that means. It's like a cult classic phenomenon. But it's yeah. Like, but it's dumb. Like, <laughs> like people hate change so much that they'll be like, oh, this game, it, it's so different from SMT2. Why is it not like the game that came out 12 years ago? <laughs> it, it was the same for 4 as well. People were super angry when it was set in a medieval world with samurai. That's true. And they were pretty vehement about it. It was, I mean, there was a lot of controversy about Force or initial release. And then everyone got the game and they're like, oh, this is not what I expected. Even though all the big twist is on the back of the box. (laughs) That's true. They they don't really hold that card close to their chest. Collective chest. (laughs) But I think it's interesting. They, They even mentioned something about how they're trying to keep the game as close to the original as possible because the whole point of the remaster is for like the original fans. And then on top of that, they mentioned that there's like something like 4,500 uh, edits to the graphics in order to make it as faithful to the original art as possible. I thought that was interesting because I was watching the Nocturne documentary today and um, they mentioned how they come up with, they came up with a special lighting and um, the special cell shading style in order to kind of not only emulate the um, like Conoco art as close as possible, but also to kind of come up with some of the, the artistic choices that they end up having, which is literally the red light reflecting, casting of blue shadows. I thought that was really interesting. So I wonder if the, the 4,500 changes are just to kind of make sure that that stuff doesn't get broken in remastering. Uh, hopefully. Uh, and hopefully he doesn't keep overworking himself because he looked dead tired during that stream. <laughs> he looked sad. Like I know that it was definitely like a fatigue element, but it was also like he was like beaten. Like he just needed to like, yeah, he's need he needed a nap or whatever whatever your mind does to calm down. He needed his like uh, own a hole or something. Looks from- whoa oh, what <laughs> what in the world? Oh, I was addicted to opium. You went own a hole. I, I, I'm, I was just going with what I what I figure. He looks like an own a whole type of guy. <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. Way more insulting <laughs> than my race. And anyway, uh, I thought it was he made strange journey redux, and I'll never forgive him. Is what I'm saying. Oh, it's a great <laughs> game. It was weird so, saying that. It was weird seeing them talk about the uh, the fidelity with the graphics, not the graphics, the lighting. And most people I see making complaints about the game are talking about the lighting, how bad it looks. Really? Yeah. They're saying that it, it ruins the atmosphere or whatever. The the new version. Yeah. I'm like, calm down. Mm-hmm. Like you you like it it looks muddy in the original. Like just shut up. Yeah, the original looks very bizarre, which works in the otherworldly areas. Like mm-hmm. um on that highway and you fight Hellbiker or whatever. Like it looks very huh? It's a maker. Hellbiker, yeah. You fight him at some point, right? On a highway or some shit. Anyway. Yeah. The light there looks really cool. Really interesting. So all the settings like that are interesting. But when you're kind of in the city like normal, it kind of looks janky and weird. I think when you're in the sewers, it looks weird. Yeah. It does look great a lot of the times, the original version. So once we see the actual game, we'll see if it looks normal. Because this is still pre-release footage so yeah i assume that the person or the um playstation 4 version will have some graphical options the switch version probably will not just like scramble 
Yeah, that makes sense. The Switch can probably barely run it. Yeah, um, there's probably going to be some issues there, honestly. And it's also worth noting that um, fans immediately recognize that the uh, sound files are still compressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really unfortunate. And one of the things that I was really hoping they would take the time to fix, but apparently not. It's already over, what, 90% of the production done or development done for this? It, they're probably mm-hmm. not going to fix it. Probably not going to change, though. But you can hear fierce battle with like shitty clipping and peaking in the audio, and that's what you want to hear. You know, <laughs> you really want to hear it fucked up, bad. Yeah, fierce battle. Keeping close to the original. Hmm. That's what they meant when they said they want to keep it like the original. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Part of the difficulty is difficulty hearing good music. Um, another thing that <laughs> this like announcement spurred on was a lot of fan work fan projects like a lot like i've never seen so many people decide that hey i'm gonna start translating x um so we saw that one of the old uh nocturne like four four panel gag comics like someone resumed translating that and then another one got started (laughs) so it's like we have those two things i think I i can't remember what the other projects that we saw that are Raido manga. Oh, yeah, the Raido manga is being continued. And there was something else that was like Nocturne adjacent, but I can't remember what it was. You mean the Maniac's translation? Oh, um, um, uh, Chronicles got an update, the fan patch. Oh, yeah. And, and now that no one needs the, the Chronicle <laughs> fan, fan thing anymore, they fixed the problem. That was like one of that the game breaking thing where you couldn't do true Dooming ending or whatever. So that's fixed now. So you can play Chronicle and then you can play it again in high quality and compressed audio on the PS4, presumably. Compressed audio is the only way. Yes. Yeah. The Just like, how, like how they intended. Um, is there anything else you guys want to bring up about Nocturne? Uh, I do want to say um, that the voice acting for the English people suck, especially Demifiend. Tokyo Live or whatever. So I was this what? sounds way too young. He sounds like fourteen or thirteen. <laughs> he sounds like a twelve-year-old, sounding like a twelve, like trying to sound like a sixteen-year-old. That's what it Aren't sounds. All like. these characters like twelve years old or whatever. No, him, um, him, and like Kiaki and Isamu are all taking uh, graduation exams. She complains yeah, like, about mm. it at the start of the game. Oh, but they're Asian, though, so they could be, like, 12 and still be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, my gosh. That's a positive a racist stereotype. Every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to be racist against Asian people again, okay? It's fine. I'm off the hook. Uh, anyway. Next point. Yeah. Next point. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely using the Japanese voices because I prefer them. Yeah, um, yeah the, the voice acting seemed pretty rough for the English. Yeah, amidst yeah it's kind of hit or miss with the, some of them, whereas it's a lot more consistent with the Japanese actors. See, I, I thought they were all fine in terms of the, 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 the delivery of the lines was fine. I just didn't agree with the tone of voice for each character. I felt like they're all miscast. Um, Hikawa was close, but... Um, I felt like they made him too not smug sounding because he's supposed to sound like pretentious 
in my opinion, because he says things like April is the cruelest month and he wants to have a world that sucks. So <laughs> I feel like it's this, the voice they chose. If, if it's only for the trailer, that's fine. But if it's the actual voice, I don't think it suits him. It needs more uh, presence. Presence, but also like in celery. I don't know how to describe it. Like should have gotten like a Jeff Goldblum to do him. Oh, he would be good. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, we have to um, uh, make the world worse. It's got to be worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like Glib's ideal world is the worst world. Uh, <laughs> so the other big announcement from that thing, the mini direct, was Shimigami Tensei Five. Um, a lot of a lot of cool things spawned from that, including such amazing concept that as that. It might be a sequel to Nocturne, and oh um, boy, <laughs> and it might. Why? Where did that? E- who even? Is it because the adjacency thing? Like they were both mentioned at the same time, so yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. Not even since this one, it was happened for before. The the thing to rem- to remember about um, SMT five or for Nocturne specifically to go backtrack a little bit, something Spider pointed out um, a while ago. I don't, I don't think she pointed out in the podcast but she mentioned that uh well actually i don't know i'm speaking for you no it's fine because you don't know what i'm saying um (laughs) she mentioned that smt nocturne's like remaster was probably started like a couple years ago because they mentioned it like in 2018 and then they had it in subsequent polls and of course and yamai even said that it was a result of a poll which i don't know which one he was referring to because they do one like every year so like Nocturne was probably in the works for quite some time, and I don't think that it was something where they were like, "We're gonna make SMT Five a sequel to Nocturne. We might as well remaster Nocturne." It was probably just two different, separate things where they're like, "Remaster yeah. will make money, and also SMT Five was was will not make that much money because it's on a horrible console." I think it was under consideration before the 25th anniversary. Honestly, sure, yeah, people have been there asking was... for that forever. Yeah, they have been asking for that forever, and there was a ton of Nocturne merch for the 25th anniversary. A ton. Which now, like in retrospect, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense why the super, super duper rare uh, lottery figure was a remake of the Nocturne lottery figure. But And that $2,000 Magatama? Yeah, and the $2,000 Magatama, Mm. which I'm going to buy. Um... Yeah, the necklace, the the ugly demi fiend ring. There's a lot of like merch that they released for Nocturne, and it like out of context, it didn't make any sense. But in context, it makes a lot of sense now that we know that Nocturne remaster is happening. In regards to SMT Five, I felt like the trailer kind of sucked. Now that I've had time to like not be super hyped, if only because it's exactly the same as the second trailer, just changed a bit, <laughs> which. I don't know. It's 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 whatever. He's reading a book this time. No girl, which is good because um, I thought he was the girl. <laughs> you see this motherfucker's haircut? What the hell is he doing? He's wearing a a suit made out of flowers. School uniform. Like what is that? What school has flowers all over the uniform? Uh, the school this is of the Christ. school of being gay in Japan. At first, I thought it was like a cult uniform or something because I look at I saw people behind them wearing stuff too, and they had like different uniforms and stuff. But it was weird. I don't know. I hope th- I hope this kid is mercilessly bullied by every antagonist. Well, uh, his bangs aren't even even. I hate this so much. 
He kind of looks like Flynn to me. It's so it's like like you look at Nanashi and you're like, damn, uh, protagonist design has gone downhill. And then it's to this point, it's like, uh, it's just going to get worse. I think it's a huge step up from the Nanashi because I've always hated Nanashi's eyebrows. They're like some of the (laughs) like it's so dumb looking. I don't like like his jumper either. Everything about him is dumb looking. But then everything about this guy is even dumber looking. So like. Michael, uh, what's the guy? Back to the Future? Is that Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Michael J. Fox, yeah. This guy cut his hair. He's got a, he's got, um, <laughs> I keep wanting to say Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> what's the one where you shake all the time and it's not real, but everyone shakes all the time and they, time they have it? Yeah, that one. So anyway, that guy cut his hair. Uh. Yeah. I rather like the design, actually. I think it kind of fits with the high fashion vibe that a lot of Megaton has. Go ahead, let it rip. Let's do it. Well, the Michael J. Fox, that's the, the guy from Back to the Future? Or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that looks like the D2 protagonist. I was saying he cut yeah. his hair because he shakes all the time and he fucked it up. No, see, but I was going to say that yeah, yeah. Go if, ahead. If, if Michael J. Fox was smart, Instead of calling his foundation uh, the Michael J. Fox uh, Foundation, he should have called it the Shake Shack. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it's good branding because uh, it's it's catchy and you I know like it gets the point across right away. It's like oh, it's shake, you know. Right. Anyway, that's what you were saying before. Uh, you said before that you didn't like the trailer because uh, it seemed too similar. I yeah, thought it's very that- similar. So that was interesting because, like, thematically, really different. I, I felt like it was almost no, kind of, um, yeah, kind of. I mean, like the other one made a big deal about the uh, it had the Shrine of Glory and it had the uh, Bible verse talking about the, the flood from heaven. But this one that says the God is dead, so I'm like, what's happening in this? I'm like, it's kind of like I can't really tell what's happening. What's supposed to happen in the game? Unless it's like two both, different both, alignments. But weren't I felt like both the trailers do that same thing? They bring they basically have a strong law emphasis, but they're showing that the world is chaotic despite that it's the, like the law imagery they show mostly just law. I mean, they'll show only law and chaos demons and they show the same places. They, they both show Tokyo tower, except Tokyo tower standing in this version. They both show that same uh, tunnel. They both show. Yeah. Station. Highway tunnel with the desert yeah. all around. It well, looks very, um, show that had the strong law imagery was the, the uh, one with the angels together. But even then, after that, they said the guy was dead. So it's like, I think that was the point. This, this yeah. setting looks very um, SMT4 when you go to the the reactor and you go to the law world. You know, even blasted, about? you mean, right? Yeah, blasted. blasted Tokyo. There you go. It's a very blasted Tokyo vibe. Yes, it is. Um, yes. I forgot what I was saying now. When did they remember ne- Neptune or Pluto? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the big squid thing with the big face, whatever? Yeah, he was a big like tank thing that you shot all the time. But when I say that I I, the that the trailer was is disappointing to me, the considerations that I was having is uh, one, the amount of content. The original trailer has like like it has all the text that to me gives more of a uh, understanding of the world. This this one kind of just gives you just a nothing because it's like oh God is dead so uh, yeah it's less than a minute and a half long it's a trailer there's zero gameplay 
Yeah, and no gameplay was also another. What is there to say? Um, I don't know. It's cool that there's a lot of um, Nocturne stuff there. Kind of like how in the first trailer there was uh, Magatsuhi, and this one they had like those uh, towers that I'm pretty sure were in Nocturne too. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I wrong? I think towers to be Probably. Towers. In my world, there's no towers. Leaning they got, tower? They brought down by those planes. Um, Obelisk, right? Yeah, what? that's where I went to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I don't know. So the SMT5 is interesting. The biggest questions for that trailer really come that boil down to who is that guy that um, shakes hands with uh, the guy with the weird hair? Um, what are those demons that are flying around that look like Imp potentially, but literally they don't look anything like Imp and people are just calling it Imp because they don't know anything about Megaton and there's like literally 40 demons that look exactly like that. <laughs> so, I mean, they're Imp-like. Imps are... 40 different demons. I, yeah, like, but I imps, are, imps are aren't e- exclusive to fucking Megaton. They're very Imp-like. They're mysterious, small, wiry. All I'm saying is that I looked looked it up because I tried to figure out what they were from the first trailer, and there's so many winged demons, and they all basically look the same, and no one, none of them match that demon, and like Imp doesn't look anything like it unless, I mean, could, could be a redesign. Could be a redesign for sure, but. In this, that's that's like the same for anything. It, it could be a gargoyle. It could be um, a million other winged demons. So, so everyone calling it imp is kind of just like why to me. It seems like he's like the redesigned angel as well. They're using the old angel design, the SMT two angel, but it has darker wings. Yes, it has a spear and a halo. I feel like yeah, I feel like that. Like maybe when you had pointed out the halo thing to me. I was trying to like figure out why it would be different, and I, then I'm like, the conclusion I came to is, oh, what if it was because oh, God's dead, so now their halos are all dark because they're sad. <laughs> because you Black know. Lives Matter. Well, that oh, was okay. someone earlier too. I forget, I forget who, but uh, he mentioned that it could be like not the same design that's actually in the game because in Nocturne, when you die, the angels you see when you die, they're not the same as the angels in the game. They're not the same design exactly. But that's di- but that's different because I don't know because the noc- the nocturne death thing was specifically supposed to be a reference to uh, Paradiso, I believe, which is part of the Dante um, goes to hell, whatever the, the yeah the poem Dante's bogus adventure. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> we've all seen you know that. What movie. I'm talking about um, what is it called? Divine comedy, the Inferno. Divine comedy. He said Paradiso. Paradiso. Divine comedy. Oh, yes, thank dumb you, motherfucker. Yeah. Glib knew you. You got it wrong. Have you it? even read Paradise Lost? Yes. yes you oh, have really? To read it. Yes, Who wrote you it? Have to read it. It's older. It. No, John Milne didn't write it because he was blind. He dictated it to scribes. Wow. Idiots. Okay. Idiots. Okay. Who did the art for the first <laughs> print of, of John Milton's Paradise Shut Lost? Up. If you don't know, then you're an, you're. It was you're, it was Leonardo da Vinci. No, you're dumb. <laughs> I, I hope that these are real now. You hope you die, Neb. Fuck you. All right, next news item. Uh, SMT5 no, 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 is no, bad. No, no. It's the last, the last thing about SMT5 that I wanted okay. to talk about 
is the dumb who's that guy like thing. There's a lot of other like Oh, the that? lightning man. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It can My, be literally anyone's boy. Sure. It <laughs> does Izanagi. it literally doesn't matter. It's Izanagi. Izanagi, sure. Why not? But people are humoring like bizarre but things. Where's where's his big knife sword thing that he's got? Okay, you obviously don't canonically he has that like in Persona Four. That's where don't he first appeared. He's something like Toku, bro. You already know. Yeah. So become a writer. Did you say Toku? <laughs> I said Toku. He's got a big. He's Is got a big. Did you say that? Halberd. He's gonna say uh, Henshin, and it's gonna summon a, a giant Megazord. No one knows who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's literally like he's having a seizure, and he's just kind of making noises. I don't know what, you know what Henshin means. That's what I'm I don't know what Henshin means. I'm not no, a weird. I don't know what I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm a normal human, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> that's Henshin is the phrase they say when they transform. It's transformed into what? What are you talking about? You know, whatever, the, whatever the, 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 what's it called? The Sentai guys? Or Toku? I forget one of those two. I don't, I don't, I don't watch Hentai. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. That's, it's well, the Japanese man. word for transformation. <laughs> no, we, I'm, it's insane. I'm just saying that I don't I don't watch hentai. So. <laughs> yeah, we're not perverts. Did you keep this PG thirteen? This is gonna get age issue to you, Glib, talking about hentai. We're 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 trying to talk about Megami. We're gonna lose all of our subscribers now. They all they all care so this is a Christian podcast. And you're out here talking about so also the the narrator Let's talk about some non news. What else? Yeah, Lucifer was the narrator. He was telling us that guy's dead, so that's probably maybe not even true. Because who does Lucifer struggle against? Yeah, because Lucifer's God. God. If God's dead, why is he even talking to us? Why is he taking over the world? Because Lucifer can't do anything. Maybe because all of his demon army is are imps. <laughs> An imp is just one letter away from the weak, weakest type of human. So the simp? <laughs> Oh, oh, imps or simps? That changes everything. Okay, so let's talk about Persona news, but let's blast through it as fast as we can. (laughs) The first thing, Persona 4 PC hit 500,000 sales. Persona 4 Golden. Folks, we're back to the topic at hand. Persona 4 Golden. The best video. What was it? By July, right? Or before July. Was that two weeks worth of sales? (laughs) Basically. (laughs) However many weeks. Steam Spy before we like did this to see if it's like jumped up more. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I cares. Um But it's cool because that means that we're probably gonna get more ports. Uh, I mean, I think that's it's kind of inevitable now because they're just gonna port everything. Yeah, it's like I don't think it's an extremely high effort uh endeavor to take an old game and port it to PC. I think when they realize they can make big sales off of that. Which people have been doing for years. The Japanese are just now discovering this technology. They're they're playing Civ, and their science has gotten to the point of like five thousand BC port to PC. They're like, oh wow, let's research this one. Yeah, check the wiki. And they said yeah. before that uh, the date they said that it hit five hundred K sales. It was the tenth of July, and it came out the thirteenth of June. Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. And then um, Steam Spy is now estimating it's reached the million potentially. Between five hundred and a million, it's it'll yeah. stay that stay that until it hits past a million. 
So it's just oh, yeah. an estimate of uh, range. It's yeah. not. I mean, just do better job at calculating Steam Spy. It's not that hard. Oh, can, um, we, can we take a quick detour, please? About what? I want to take a quick detour into Persona 4. Please click uh-huh. this link. Everyone it, it. <laughs> now, we're going to talk, talk briefly about Persona 4 mods. So, oh man, okay. How many people are sinners? And we're going to evaluate your sins very briefly. Let's, uh, so why don't we do like a thing where you read the name out without describing what it is, and then we just quickly go like 1 to 10, uh, 10 being it's actually a good idea, and 1 being it's bad and you're probably going to go to hell. One is the most cursed one, right? Okay. We'll yeah. start off at the top of the order. The one that Glib brought up that brought to my attention this phenomenon, this cesspit. E-Girl Nanako. One. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> cursed. <laughs> Heavily cursed. That's what we need these days, bro. <laughs> I urge you. Why does this have the most likes on the page? Because <laughs> we know the oh audience that likes uh, Persona. Don't, let's not forget uh, P3P and and that little boy. Oh um, my god! I don't know where this is going. So let's can we refocus? I urge you to reconsider. Nanako, comma, but she has a big mouth and no nose. Can you please Fire. find that one? Take a look at that. I have seen it. <laughs> this is the second most like one. Similarly cursed. Oh, they made a they made a parallel <laughs> opening replacement. This is a really bad a bad thing that you've done, sir. It's pretty amazing, I'm not gonna lie. It's not amusing. It's not. <laughs> it's concerning most of all. Oh he- my favorite. GSD from for Dojima. Do you guys, you guys, you guys missed the, um, you guys missed the one that actually has the highest ratings. It's Joker and his personas in Persona Five or in Persona Four. Yeah, that's the one with the most likes. Oh, I didn't notice there was more pages. Yeah, I, I literally found that out like just now. There's I just saw the featured section in the top um page. I was like, oh, huh. This is a good one. What instead of shadows or items. Every chest will always contain the Reaper. He'll just show up and fight you every single time you open a chest. Not a good mod. Why would you do this? Okay, so I'm, I keep finding ones that are rated higher and higher. So far, the highest rated one is the Yosuke Romance um, mod. So you can actually date. <laughs> so you can be gay. That's cool. Well, you can date like literally that. the worst character in the game. Worse He's than Marie. Really Character, they're always bad. Oh, I see. You gotta have a bro. Mm, having having Yosuke as a bro is like having. Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't keep punching down. You on can call him Marie. Point is, Yosuke sucks, and the fact that people would want to date um, someone like Yosuke speaks volumes to the amount of uh, suffering people have endured to think that Yosuke is actually worth dating. <laughs> Hold on, here's a good one. You ready? Adachi yeah. is every character model. Why? <laughs> My favorite was Ninja Adachi. Oh. Fort- Ninja Fortnite Adachi right now. Ninja Fortnite Adachi. 
that's a very concerning phrase. A lot of these are like <laughs> one of them is Naoto, but she doesn't have the hat ever. There's like the Persona Four dancing oh, ones. Oh no! Oh no! I found the worst one. Are you ready for this? Oh Jesus! Marie, no shoes. What? <laughs> Uh, it only has oh. one like here. I'm gonna let me like it. Let, Guys, let me, don't do this. That's gonna be the thumbnail. Because <laughs> it's oh the, no! <laughs> Who did this? The title of the video is gonna be um, like Shimigami Tensei Five and Nocturne News, and the thumbnail's gonna be <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Oh, all the comments are mad because she's still wearing her socks. Great. I love this world that we live in. You're the That's one that wanted to look at this horrible... I didn't think we'd find Merino oh. shoes. I didn't think this would happen. This, this is the, the, the best angry comment. She is either fully shoeless or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh... You guys are serious. Definitely <laughs> no. Sir, no you'll be caring for my lawyer. <laughs> okay, I was sorry for doing this. Uh, yeah, you are. Oh, sorry. he's he's <laughs> Dachi is ninja. The streamer. Uh, this is really bad. I this is really all rotten. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so Persona 4 is a great game. Make sure you buy it. So yeah. You can mod it. Yep, so you can mod it and contribute to this vibrant community that we have. So let's continue our rocket through this information. Yeah, let's go fast. R sold 1.4 million units worldwide. So that means 13 million for Persona total, which is nothing if you can consider... DX2 and how much money that makes probably made yep. more than one. Yep. But anyway, yep. it's launched in Taiwan and Korea. <laughs> it sells badly because, you know, Switch. It, it, so it didn't sell Taiwan that badly, just not. Uh, it's not as good as it could have been. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I also then, don't live in Korea, so. And then more bad news for Persona fans. If you really like the highly acclaimed A1 Studio produced Persona 5, the animation, you can get it for a cheap $400, which is the sale price. That's not the, um, the, the normal MSRP. That's the sale price. If you hurry up and act now, you can get that with no, no new features, really. The, the promotion or the bonuses is that you get to see the OVAs that were shown separately. You get to get those as well. And you get them in English too. So I guess act now if you really want that. Can't work. $400 actual dollars? Yeah. Oh, I'll get commercials. That's crazy. You get oh, commercials. okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> Suggested real pub price. Oh, I mean, $98.98. Hold on. So, retail price, $298.98. That's oh, great. So it's $300, actually. Yeah. $100 off. Think uh, of that. You could take that $100 and buy groceries. You can put it towards rent. 
Spend three hundred dollars on a shitty anime. I mean, what's the problem? Yeah, or you could just use that three hundred dollars to almost buy Nocturne Collector's Edition from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of overpriced things that exist, if there's a new prime or uh, uh, primo or high quality figure that's done, I think it's like one fourth scale of Joker. Joker is the protagonist of Persona Five. If you didn't know. He's getting a figure through Prime One Studio. They're like one of the biggest high-end uh, figure or, or statue manufacturers. There's a DX version, which comes with a couple of different extra arms and stuff. And there's the normal version. The DX one runs about $1,000. So go ahead and buy that. If you really like Joker and you really want to ward off anybody from ever visiting your place. dollars <laughs> <laughs> wow. The cool thing, the thing I will say is that what I like about these like high-end uh, figure people is that they know that their prices are crazy. So what they'll do is they'll offer uh, uh, in payment plans so you can pay in installments. That's so if you if you like do you're the, buying a car, yeah. Well, you can yeah, I got a mortgage I got to pay off, but I was going to pay off all these anime figurines first. They have some pretty, like, out there choosing between lunch, dinner, and a sweet anime hot glue action I got to put in later. Yeah. So, I will say that the actual figure itself doesn't look bad. I actually like how it looks. Just the idea of a, a thousand, or actually in this case, a nine hundred dollar figure, is a little yeah. off-putting because it's just like, why? Um, I don't like the base of it. Then if you want another um, kind of overrated figure, you this can is buy for it. like Yaoi. This is for like Fujoshi's, right? This figure. Well, I'm buying it, so <laughs> okay. So you have it. Right. I'm not okay, a Fujoshi. <laughs> you say that, but I mean, you have the Joker figure, so all right. <laughs> kind of mad now. <laughs> um, I don't always have to dignify you with a response. No, the other no. Joker figure that's coming out is the Joker Amebo. It's Amiibo. coming out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, it's, so they're releasing two different Amebos. It's Joker <laughs> and it's, uh, I think his name, I think they just call him Dragon Quest Hero. It's the loser from Dragon Quest. He's going to wow, be available. Stuck uh, so right why, now. Is off, why does he look like he's ripped off from Dragon Ball? What's with that? Yeah, stop. <laughs> we'll stop the security on the slander right now. Why does now. he look like Android 17? What is with that? What's going on? He's got the same hairline. It's ridiculous. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the you can get them for like what twelve dollars? I think is what Amiibos cost. So yeah, I think a thirteen. Without tax. Oh, uh, people have. Them. You just get a... um, I would add now too. though, because I right now you can pre-order the Joker Amiibos and oh, their pre-order is like fifteen, sixteen dollars for Ooh, no. a dumb little ugly figure. So hurry up and get it for it. Don't buy them, bro. Don't buy them, guys. I bought like seven of them. They're worthless. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I would has has. Has there been a person in history that's bought a single amiibo in their life? Just yes. one. No, I know a few people who have like a lot. Okay, but just one. Can you think just of one? anyone? Just I bought one? two, no. so like, I'm not. A... Oh my, it's me. 
Okay. I bought one. I bought one Kirby amiibo because I think Kirby is cool and I like him. Wow, never, you didn't get the Kirby from another amiibo. I do kind of want the uh, the hero amiibo to be honest, but I don't like the Dragon Quest Lord hero design. If it was Dragon Quest three hero, it doesn't look like the Android. Um, the one, the one that's the boy Android. Oh, that's seventeen. He's the girl that fucks Krillin. 18 is the girl, yeah. <laughs> what do you think was oh. wrong with her programming that she, she went to fuck so, a three-foot-tall Chinese yeah. <laughs> Stop oh, probably wished so. <laughs> he's been bald since he's been a baby, and she's like, God damn. He's not bald, he's a Buddhist monk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> I will say, though, the worst thing about Dragon Ball Z is that they call them androids, but they're cyborgs, and it's really dumb. Are you still stuck Are on this? Yes, because they're part human. Well, they're made from humans and turned into robot people. Really? I thought they yeah. were born as robots. Okay. No, that's that's why Cyborg from um, the Teen Titans is called Cyborg instead of Android. The, the, the thing is, the original Cyborg, the original androids were actually androids. The, the Seventeen, and eighteen, okay. were the ones that are actual, they're people like. Right. The, He's the eight, best. I think. And Dragon Ball, the original. There was Android 8, and he was like a Frankenstein monster thing. But he, I think he was actually... Oh, Aider, yeah. Aider is his name. And then uh, there was 16 also, and he was full robot. I think the only ones that are actually just... Dude, like, I played in, uh, Dragon Ball fighting game, Fighter Z online. Day one, that motherfucker is broken as fuck. I have I like a gallery of screenshots of me beating people and then rage quitting as I beat them. Me playing Android 16. Which one's 16? He had the red hair. Gohan was motivated to beat Cell because he died or some shit. He's kind of like a jobber, like a bum in the actual series, but in the game, he's a god. At least he was back in the day. I never liked that one. Like, I think he has, like, his head. I never liked him either. He looked like a loser. He sucked. But in the game, he fucking rules. I mean, he didn't just look like a loser, he was just a loser. Yeah, Yeah, he got wrecked. So um I kill Goku. <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty good uh, Android guy. That's um, so the other thing if notice how everything that we're talking about for Persona is just buy this, buy this, buy this, because that's that's kind of what that's all what it's yeah, all about. You see a trend here, folks. Yeah. So I am 8 bit, the people who made the Persona 5 vinyl that sold out basically like sold out and now I think you can buy you can buy it for about a thousand dollars on eBay or eight hundred dollars. They 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 announced that they're going to do a, um, a repress. Not sure if they're going to do a repress of the original um, soundtrack or if it's going to be the Persona Five Royal soundtrack. And they also mentioned that they're considering trying to attain licenses from other Atlas titles. So that could very much mean that you might get something like Trauma Center vinyl or. Um, Etrian Odyssey or Nocturne, which would make the most sense because it's a thing coming out soon. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I it sucks. It's all weeb shit. No, they have they have some pretty good things. I bought no, they released Ori and the Bronze soundtrack from through them. That was pretty good. EO has a good soundtrack. I like it a lot. Very comfy. Ray Confi, what? Odyssey has a really good soundtrack. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. Neo. No. No. 
like the that shitty MMO game where you have to fish or whatever. What? Remember that? You remember that game? You're like senile. All the weebs, you you know what I'm talking about. The people the people out there will know. The last um, money-related... Speaking of white people. Yeah. The last money-related thing is these people did a cover of Life Will Change from the hit soundtrack of Persona 5. You hear Life Will Change once and never again in the whole the whole game because they only play four songs over and over. Um, <laughs> you can hear a new person... I'm so triggered. Kick <laughs> your ass, you fucking Persona 3 standing motherfucker. Pretending your soundtrack any le- de- depth or length to it. All I'm saying is, bleh. life of change plays every dungeon. You piece of shit. Sure it does. Yes. You can so you can donate to. This. You don't even get to the final dungeon because you're a casual. <laughs> That's what you are. You're not even a real fan. Yeah, you're right. I only Did you get to the cruise ship. Hmm. Did you get to the cruise ship? Cruise ship? What are you talking about? Oh, weird. He didn't get to the cruise ship because he's not a real fan, folks. I'm gonna disconnect from. <laughs> Real gamers would know what I'm talking about. Persona 5 cruise ship level. <laughs> Everyone type Persona 5 cruise ship in the chat. Um, say Lou doesn't know the cruise ship. Go on. But they did a cover of this song for charity. I'll put the link in the description if you want to. I mean, I don't know if it's still even going. But like we're going we're gonna to shit on these people real quick. I'll do a drive do a drive out on these motherfuckers. Kickstarter is like a no, thing. No, we, need go, we need to go because we still got like another page. That's why the drive by. We're not gonna stop. Two more pages. We have Lean two out the more pages. <laughs> we have two more pages of news. Let's get to the rest of the news. <laughs> I'm gonna explode. The next the next <laughs> video opens with them saying Black Lives Matter and then their black bassist starts playing. And then right after that it's just an overweight woman doing like a bad impression of a... Uh, Lynn. What's her name? The, I think her name is Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Point is... She sucks. <laughs> yes. So that thing exists. I will say that it's not this the best looks cover like I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not the best cover I've ever heard, but I will say that it's cool that it's trying to raise money for whatever thing. I didn't click the link. Um, so that's 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 click the link and then just look at the regular guitarist and tell me if it looks like Liveroo. No one looks not like the base. Hey, no, not no, the base. I thought that too. I didn't want anything. <laughs> Doesn't he? You guys have the same haircut. It's not true, and that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Two <laughs> <laughs> more dentists agree. You can go to the next so, thing now. <laughs> so the next thing, Captain Full Body Switch couldn't even hit. 7,000 sales launch week. So that tells you how much people value. Well, so that's just another long, another in a long line of Mega 10 fans in Japan don't really care about the Switch. Yes. And there's just more evidence of that. Well, the um, Catherine is just bad in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Aegis Rim got pushed back a bit, but it's going to have the, if I remember correctly, it's going to have the English dub or whatever opening our day one, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be DLC. So that's cool. You're going to hear it all its glory. No one in the world knows what Aegis Rim is. But... Although I'm still not fully sure. We've talked about it probably 13 yeah. times. And I'm yeah. still... 
I don't really know. Yeah. Oh, that's the visual novel. Okay. I think so. I would love it then. Great. It's yeah. Also, that character, the main character for Megas Rimmer, or whatever the at least the one they're using in all the marketing, she got a Nendoroid very quick. The, really? Probably the fastest Nendoroid I've ever seen them do for an Atlas related thing. And it's like really gross. <laughs> the, I got my, my Pyro Jack and Jack Frost Nendos right here. I'm looking at them right now. Why is it gross? What's wrong? They're my dresser. The I think the thing that bothers me is the weird lewdness, and it's because it's a chibi, you know. Like mm-hmm. she has, one of the things is her lifting up her skirt, and it's a start on her thigh, and it's like I don't know. What, I don't know. What <laughs> that was okay. an X on the first. I see what you're saying. I don't like that. Yeah. What's that even like, for? What does that mean? It is baffling, but it's also offensive, but in a way that I can't. Maybe I that can come now, so we get more clicks. Yeah, yeah. Do go ahead do that. Marie with no shoes. Uh Lucifer to redesign. I don't know. Whatever you got. But it's just one of those things that's like whatever. That's um, weird. Yeah. I don't like the I don't like that she's wearing a skirt. I feel like that can be abused. Yeah, I mean I I'm not super invested or knowledgeable in regards to Nendoroids because I've only I only own ones that are Megaton. And most of them don't have skirts. Then the I think the the black haired girl from Persona Four, what's her name? Yukiko. Yukiko, yeah. She, I think she has a skirt, but I've never opened her Nendoroid because it's Yukiko. <laughs> wow, disrespectful. She's the one that does the snirk, like. <laughs> yeah. So. That aside, I guess we can talk about some of the translation, localizations, and port news. Hold on. This first piece of news, I want to say that I'm right. I was vindicated. Please refer to my earlier statements in which I said that Tom would be back. Of course he'd be back. He wasn't leaving for good. People that announce things on Twitter, they never mean it. Least of all retirements. So as a result, translator Tom is back. He's working on Megami Tensei 2 for the NES. <clears throat> I don't know what the second thing says. Zil O'Eel? What the hell is that? Who wrote that? That's the name of the game, though. <laughs> what is Zil O'Eel? How do you not know? Do you want me to kick your ass? I will get on a transcontinental flight. Right now, so Zillowell is like this. Uh, it's just an RPG. <laughs> it's one of Koei Tecmo's like only RPGs. It's like oh. long, long oh, so it's not related to Mega Ten. You piece of shit. I didn't put that there because it's not Mega Ten, so I wouldn't have brought it up. Oh, okay. First off, that's not true. <laughs> Done. All right. Correct notes. Moving on. Transfer time is back. I was right. I said he'd be yeah, back. Yeah. And then Jim Zayden or whatever, working on um, working on translating the Chinese version of Megami Tensei One for mobile phones, bringing that over. They're also the person that wrote a summary for the Gaiden Tensei. So if you wanted to know what happens in Gaiden Tensei, they they were responsible for that like summary translation thing. Okay, I don't know what any of that means. But props to Jim Zayden. Good job. 
Yeah. SMT1. Until about uh, the mobile board. And he was talking about how simple it was compared to the original game. And how, like, it had, like, less stats and, like, there's less story stuff in it and less demon stuff. You're saying something designed for mobile phones for the early 2000s is more simple? I'm just having a conversation, man. Okay? <laughs> trying to bring knowledge to the people. Okay, you've never done that to me when I've said something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just the second Gleb says something, you're like, oh, really? Idiot. Oh, I'm just trying to vibe. Like, this is the vibe. It is not. But also, SMT1. Nintendo Switch online Japanese exclusive. So go ahead and basically just make a Japanese account or whatever, and then you can play it. So that's Japanese. Cool. Wow, can't wait. Switch accounts every time you want to do that, like play the different games. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how the Switch works. It's, it's, uh, it's you, do it. you have to make a new account though. Why? And why do they do this? What is like? I can do it though. That's fine. What is the ethics? Is, they don't want to translate. I'm free too. So no idea. And then also, it's confirmed that Megami Tensei 1 is not going to be on the U.S. version of the Namco collection. Yeah, so this is related to my complaint earlier. It's like, they don't want to translate any of this stuff, or what? I guess not. Not for you. <laughs> not for yeah. the digits. Come on, man. Translator time. Help us out. Save us. He's not going to do that. So, well, he's working on it. He's, he's, oh, no, this other guy's working on Megami Tensei 1 for mobile. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Fuck um, you, Tom. Well, Tom worked on a translation for Megami Tensei 2 um, that's, like, in the in progress. He has, like, a lot, there's a lot of things that Tom did that are, like, in the queue. Like, I believe he did the first two or maybe all three of the original Devil Children games. And they're, like, like the translation part's already done. And I think he already finished Fire and Ice versions. Mm-hmm. So then there's, like, a lot of stuff that's just, like, it's the his part's done, but it's the other people that yeah, need to finish. Um, speaking of finish, um, SMT5 trading card game started to be localized by fans who are Freudian slip. SMT trading card game, alternate universe where we still printed trading card games. But, um, this trading card game is called the Digital Devil Story card game, it's basically. Uh, Persona 1, 2, uh, Soul Hackers, Devil Summoner, and then SMT 1 through Nocturne has cards for all of those things. And th- there's, there's a group of people that are working on scanning and translating everything. Someone else and their friend decided to take the other people's work and uh, basically get it running on the Steam's board game simulator. So now you can actually play it with Steam. Yeah, some workshop item. There's tabletop simulator. I forgot. Everyone knows what what we're referring to. Well, I'm just trying to be accurate. You're not being accurate. It's okay. You're trying to be more broad in in general. But I I, I prefer the facts. That's where I come. So then this is just a, what do you call it? It's, It's a Steam Workshop thing. So... You have to you have to buy the base game, which is Tabletop Simulator, at twenty bucks. So just wait for it to go on sale. It goes on sale often, and you can play it. Uh, Spider played it. What are your thoughts, Spider? Um, it's a little con- consistent with the translations of oh. the cards. Um, Seems like Simulator is kind of hard to use, regardless, and it's fine. Um, 
that can be part of the fault that. of the, the, the mod maker because you can automate a lot of stuff and you and can I, index stuff and make it easier to retrieve stuff. But if it's bare bones, it's going to be really difficult to use. Those, uh, um, those are all there. You can zoom in and all kinds of stuff and reset the table if you know, things get too disorganized and all that stuff. It's all there. It's just tabletop's hard to use. Yeah, and if they don't index all the cards properly, it can be a real nightmare. Oh, they have them sorted out on the table, like you have your law, chaos, demons, your uh, support cards, your character cards, and all that. Um, There's not that many of each. Yeah, it's it's only that first set, so it's only 180 cards right now. Yeah, I have to read these keywords, because I'm reading, they provide just two examples in the description. Zombie Cop and Yoshitsune. I have no idea what the hell they're talking about with this, with all the keywords. So I would have to read what these keywords mean. They're symbols that might mean resistance or weakness near the bottom. I don't know what that is. Yeah, for that I would refer to the um, the initial project starters, the people, not the people who made the theme workshop thing, but the original people translating because they have literally all the rules translated and described in excruciating detail on their files. Um, we'll, I'll put a link to their uh, their post on Reset Era so you can figure out how the rules work and everything before you get into playing it on Steam Workshop, Tabletop. Oh, and they've got a Discord, too, so you can join. Don't join it. Um, Same as information. But now we, saved, we saved the best for last. Uh, DX2 news. Well, there's more stuff after that. Yeah, the this main... is, folks, this is the true Mega 10 game of the age right now. You know, SMT5 is still in limbo. Nocturne isn't even out yet in terms of the remaster. We're stuck with DX2. Technically, we're the most listened to slash viewed content in regards to DX2 on, on YouTube. So, this podcast brings you the so most. Two people listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's one American that listens to the official DX2 news, and there's two that listen to us. Yes, I think the biggest news was the was the announcement. Two point five anniversary. Yeah, yeah. We we got a couple of really epic demons, and everything else is kind of whatever. Did you guys manage to pull any of these event demons? Of course not. Oh well, you noobs didn't. I did. I pulled Uh, almost all of them. Well, that's because you spent a bunch of money because you're a noob. Uh, but nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yes, you did. Nope, you nope, spent nope. a lot of money on rent recently, so I know that you've been spending all your money on DX2. I know. I different. Yeah, so there's two sets basically. There was a um, there was an event that came out where there was alternate Alice who came with Nebiros and Belial. And they're all centered yeah. around curse element. Shut up. Uh, uh, it's Alice is retarded. Her design is ridiculous. Uh, she drains your mana no matter what every single turn. She can insta-kill your entire team if you're cursed. She has insanely high HP. Dodge she has null mortal? Yeah, she has dodge null mortal. It's ridiculous. It's power creep personified. The other two are kind of interesting. Nebiros and Belial. They also like work around Curse. Nebiros is 
similar power creep, but you can deal with him. He revives people and does buffs. And people die and his curses. Da da da. Belial just does damage, pretty much. Yeah, Belial sucks. Yeah, he kind of kind of one. I got those. Ability too, but his he still sucks. Yeah, I got I got those two. I didn't get Alice, but I got the other two. Ah, uh, he sucks. I got I want uh, Alice really badly. I got Alice and Nebrose. Uh, well, you're new. Well, you're new. So. And I got Kali and, and Ziwang Mu in it's the first. Paid That's we paid one hundred and fifty dollars to see. Wrong. Never a hater. You pay a lot of money. You pay a lot of money. Yeah. So the other set of demons, Kali and Ziwang Mu. That's the current uh, set. Everyone knows Ziwang Mu from SNT four, I think. Right. She hasn't really had any other prominent appearances. She does. Prominent. Is the key. Does. What's the other prominent appearance? How do you. Are you kidding? No. We literally just played Soul Hackers. She's in Soul Hackers. She's also How in. Prominent. She's also in Strange Journey. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. Key, do you know the definition of keyword, motherfucker? In before, she is a she is a plot progressing character. Okay. I mean, that's nice, but. Does she progress the plot in Soul Hackers? Yes, without without her, you can't move forward. I never used her. Well, that's because you suck. No, because I use God with God because I'm a man. I'm an American. And when I need to solve my problems, I solve them missile punch. Okay, or twist off. It, is, it doesn't I mean. matter because Ziwang Mu sucks in every game she's in. Especially she's in, in this game. She's pretty good in this game. Okay, whatever. Sucks to suck. Anyway, um, uh, Kali is actually not that good. She's kind of power creepy, but kind of a noob uh, character. If you pull her, you're a noob. But she was really strong because she's like, like a kind of a noob character. Kind of a noob character. Oh, she well. can mess. At the very least, she'd be good for uh, just salty, apocalypse. Just salty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she'd be very good for for down apocalypse. Yes, um, she'd be. But you're still not though, so and this is like two yeah, waves. So there's two yeah. waves of new things coming. So we don't know what the third wave is. Hopefully it's um something good. Because... I mean, for the year? It's three waves for the year. Or... Three waves for the specific anniversary event. Yeah, it's three waves for the anniversary. Oh wow. Three so the next do you know how do you not know how to read Neb? Is that something that you you're not taught in your home country? Uh, it's, it's three waves of content. Parenthesis, we're on second wave now. First of all, yes, the content doesn't specify a time frame, and then now, what does that mean? It's under the 2.5 anniversary. Can you not read? No, no. it says thinking not allowed in your country. Sword fusion is on the way. Is that un- under the 2.5 anniversary? It is. Well, they announced no. it for that, but it might not be in this it's part of the 2.5 anniversary. We don't, oh. don't know yet. I'm saying no. Yet. We also got like a bunch of free universal spirits. Yeah, we got a bunch of free shit, a bunch of absolutes, yeah. free summons. Look, if you're wanting to start DX2, you better start quick because you're going to run out of time. You already missed like half the summons, too. You'll be able to get, still get in on them. No, I yeah, think they expired that. already. Oh, yeah, right. Well, guess what? If you didn't start, go kill yourself. That's yes. That's my advice. The other cool DX2 thing is they showed how they upscaled uh, the models for that. Uh, what was it for the the event in January or something? The physical uh, the yeah. yeah, 
and it basically just resulted in this super nice masakado and uh asakado thing and asura lord and they just look really cool they use yeah. waifu times two and photoshop and they show how <laughs> they show how something called waifu times two is better at upscaling models than adobe photoshop and yeah I think- some weird japanese like command line based uh photo editing thing that this uh, guy at Sega used to to up-res an image of Masakado Astro Lord to be this giant like five foot by ten foot mural image. And I think it's amazing. X is for uh, upscaling images and for uh, getting rid of noise rid of noise in your images. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's called Waifu 2. I thought this was a troll post and someone puts this in the notes <laughs> because the software is called Waifu 2X. Because it's two times the waifu, it's, and and actually those those two images, well, there's three because there's also one of Baldi Masakado, and it, they all just look really good. It's like it's good. That hopefully, they just use that for Nocturne and they use that for SMT Five, and then we have really good games. But I mean, this is just for the purpose of making a like a high res promotional image. This is what I want them to do, Neb. Game. <laughs> whole game. <laughs> Yes. Well, you better buy like a 9K monitor so you can get that. Just mount on your entire wall. Yeah, that's what the YouTube money's for. Um, that's all that matters to you. A whole five dollars. And this is other news, but who cares about? Yeah, this all this miscellaneous news. It doesn't matter. So the only of this, the only other things you should pay attention to in terms of things that we didn't mention is that Sega's doing Print Club again. And PS2 Mega 10 games became bestsellers on Amazon as soon as, or right after the direct for a short period of time. And that's kind of cool. Now Neb's going to read questions and we're going to answer the questions that Neb reads. Okay, well, we skipped a lot of news. So we'll go straight <laughs> to the questions. Why are you going to do that like that? First question is from at fansite on Twitter who asks, What do you think about a lot of Persona fans transitioning to Mega 10? Now that the Nocturne remaster has been announced, before anyone answers this, it's I th- I'm reading this like it's a gender thing because it says Persona fans okay. is transitioning to Megaton, which is bizarre. I also don't think this is a real phenomenon. So, Spider, why don't you approach this as our first uh, topic taker? Um, yeah. Uh, it's about time, I guess. Yeah. For Persona fans to abandon their roots, join us in the adult world. How do Persona fans transition to Megaton? Isn't Megaton inclusive to Persona? I think that people separate them, especially Persona fans tend to separate them, because whatever. Um, I don't know. In terms of what I think, it's just like, cool. Like that's literally as much as I like I haven't put any thought into how it's gonna affect fans. All I've thought about is how much I want to play what like X thing and like all the little bits of news that we've been getting. I haven't really thought about the fan base at all. Basically that. I don't see how I would care at all about Persona fans playing Mega Ten games. I mean, good for them. Yeah. I I don't think this is a real thing. It definitely is because people the, there's a couple of those like Mega Ten YouTubers who started making those, like, oh, if you're getting into Mega Ten, this is what to do, and those videos are doing really well. 
because now people are all of a sudden looking up SMT a lot more. I guess so maybe I'm underestimating the ignorance of Persona 5 people. Well, you also got to remember that some of them are just Joker mains who don't even, who've never played Persona. <laughs> yeah. So, and like some other like subsets of people. Doctor is too hard. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess we all think it's cool and good collectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so JP2, uh, Lecture Boogaloo at JP Second Player One on Twitter writes in asking, What's a good starting point in SMT? Uh, Larue, you probably have the worst opinion on this, so why don't you start us off so we can correct you? Strange Journey, because Strange Journey ha- exemplifies the, the SNES gameplay, but it's better and it has a really good story. It has, it has the high quality NPC interactions, which only ever happens in. SMT Strange Journey and four and Redux and it has a good story, good art, memorable music. So and also it's difficult. So after you kind of understand the mechanics there, it'll every other game will feel a lot more easy to manage because nothing will require as much thinking as Strange Journey in terms of gameplay for Mega Ten. There you go, Gleb. I would say probably three or four oh. for gameplay wise, but I think it's really weird, like uh, recommending those first, since those games are like working off of concepts built up in one and two. So it's like how can you how can you like really? I mean, you, can, you don't need to play one and two to get the get, get those games. But it's uh-huh. weird to me to recommend someone something when they don't when they don't have the concepts down. To me, I don't know. I see a lot of comics and stuff like that, but you know, it's 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 also tricky because. Like it's gonna this this question will be answerable differently depending on the person. One person probably would better be, benefit from Nocturne being their starting point. But yeah, someone might, too. Like if someone's more used to playing old, old older uh I don't RPGs, think it's quite easier to recommend them one and two. I don't think yeah. anyone would benefit from Nocturne being the starting point. I played Nocturne first and I turned out okay. the best fan of all time. Was that twenty years ago or was that in twenty twenty? Yeah. 17 years ago? <laughs> okay, that's not 2020. I would say if you're starting with SMT in 2020, I would recommend Apocalypse. It has the most ease of use. It has the most quality Start of with? upgrades. Yes. Starting point in SMT. That's what I would say. It's you're going to most... skip it? That's the fact it's a sequel? Yes, I, yeah. I would. I would do that. Because we're talking about a starting point. I actually, this way is I'm interpreting the question. This right. is unfamiliar with everything. Neb, this is literally the dumbest thing you said on the podcast. I think you, I'm not sure if this is a joke or not. Yeah, are you are you joking? I would because no, it's really a point. Are you really I, serious? Yeah, I'm being a deep troll. I don't like the characters. I don't like a lot of the stuff in the game. But I think it would be the best starting point. Okay, we are factually incorrect. Think, think I feel like think of Frey like, is a good like second game, maybe, but first like your aforementioned like your aforementioned Joker man. Okay, someone who's only played Smash Brothers their entire life, and they're just now starting with SMT. You're gonna recommend Nocturne to that motherfucker? That that chimpanzee who knows how to press one button. But it's getting a merciless modes, a merciful mode, so they can just do that. <laughs> no, it doesn't right now. 
We're talking about right now. We're not talking about March 2021. We're talking about right now. What's a good starting point? Apocalypse. That's my opinion. Fuck all of you. Very, very much, very much the lowest lowest IQ IQ game. No, 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 lowest IQ thing you've said. I, I oh. want to frame what the statement because you recommended so, the original Strange Journey as a starting point. Are you insane? I didn't say the original. I just said Strange Journey because the original. Because oh, you no, said no, good. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. is logged in. I'm putting on my powdered wig and I'm getting my gavel out. That's the gavel sounding. You said good NPC interactions, and you're saying you didn't specify which Strange Journey. So yeah, what because, you're saying then? Hold on suppressed overruled you're saying that strange journey redux had good npc interactions the interactions are the same really so you're saying they were good so you're saying you're not you're not upset by all the little little images and little characters that pop up and those interactions were good i'm talking about the character writing it's not okay that's the interactions though when you interact with the character you see their their little little sprite little profile so you (laughs) like that you think that was good in Strange Journey, Neb is triggered just because you, just because you're a dead just I've had Neb, a Neb, 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 you can you can wear the dead hat for today, and then you can always return it. It's not something that's permanent. It's so you okay don't that you like angry. Redux. It's okay. You don't have to be angry, Neb. Calm down. I know that you're what you said was stupid. <laughs> you're having an East Coast moment right now, Larue. <laughs> I, I, I'm just disappointed in you, dude. Like I, I just can't I've believe got Apocalypse is the best starting point. No, Spider. What did you think? You didn't say anything. Yeah, Spider. You yeah. Um, I think the best starting point is to ignore what everyone else says and start where your interests lie. It doesn't matter if the sure. game plays too hard or if you, you know, just pick what is interesting to you. Just read the description. Look at the gameplay. Find out what catches your interest because there's no point in playing or trying anything if you're not interested in it. Wow. So if if you if you put if you relate our opinions to Megaton, uh Nebs was true demon ending. Spider the, the most hardcore and cool. So thank you. Ending. <laughs> Mine is Masubi and Yours uh, is the gayest one. Okay. <laughs> And Nebs is Shiaki's one. No, don't. <laughs> no, Nebs is demon end. Oh, yeah. Nebs is demon end. I want to be All true right. demon. You said true demon. Where are you going with that? No, I'm going to be demon man. Overruled. Once again, Passione at El Passione writes in asking, what's your favorite Atlas character design? I don't know what this means exactly. Atlas could mean a lot of things. It could mean like isn't Golden Sun an Atlas game? <laughs> I would say uh, I would say any Atlas game, even licensed. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna bottom out and say Holy Ghost and say fuck you. I think they they probably mean character like a uh, person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like so a human design. Okay. Well, character isn't specific though. It's not saying a player character or a character you interact with. I mean, like a demon kind of character. character. It's not a demon, I think. Neb, why are you like this today? Come on. <laughs> it's I'm interpreting the ways it's written. Right now it's Romero, to be honest. Which one? I'm trying to be fair. Romero. He's he's just too cool. I like him. Who's that? The monkey from Slackers. <laughs> oh, Romero. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's good actually. Okay. Choosing Romero over Snippy. Snappy. 
Um, You're racist if you don't choose them. Favorite character design? It's hard to say because all the character designs suck. Um, yes. Dang. There's, I don't think there's any... <laughs> like It sounds bad, but I, I actually can't think of a character design that was. I was like, this is perfect. Or this is really, really, really good. I always just was like, I like that. It's kit. not perfect. It's your favorite. That's the question. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, there's not a character design that like really was like, man, I really love this design. You, you don't like anything. It's perfect. <sighs> um, I oh I I guess the little um, the David Bowie Lucifer. I like I, I like that one. Oh, the nude boy. What? The nude boy. See the one with the the sash like tastefully across his crotch. No, no, no. The David Bowie one where he where, in the suit, the one where he's in the suit and he's touching his chest. Lewis Cipher. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah, I like, like that the one, one. The design where he has the wings and stuff. I like that one. That's really cool. Or maybe Don. Uh, not Don. Um, oh, the guy with the the, the guy from SFT two with the tall hair. I can't remember his name. Is it Gimmel or? No, Gimbal's. I don't remember. SMT2 guy. <laughs> I'm going to ignore your premise and just say Holy Ghost again. Okay. Factually incorrect. Spider? Um, well, I don't know. Uh, I've had Demi Fiend for the past five years as my avatar, so let's go with that. Wow. Cool. She really loves the shoes. <laughs> twink, twink mode. Okay. Um, let's see. Tuner at Junkyard Tuner writes in asking, when it comes to localizations of games, what improvements changes would you like to see in SMT5 besides the simultaneous warfare release? What? Well, I think improvements localization in SMT5? Don't change anything. Um, Yeah. Just keep the localization as accurate as possible, like no axiom, please. Yeah, Yeah, don't we're not Korean. You don't need to remove the uniforms or whatever. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have any thoughts on this? That's a confusing question to me. I'd like less localization. I don't like the fact that they changed um, Lewis Cipher's name in Strange Journey to Louis Cipher. I also don't like the Axiom translation in uh, Apocalypse. And Nocturne even itself has some censorship with like Menorah and Candelabra. There's always these really subtle changes that really change the interpretation of things. It's supposed to be Menorah? Yeah, it's actually Menorah. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, We're not going to get into that right now. We're going to move on to the second part of the question. Do you generally prefer the standard cast order neutral alignments of Devil Summoner 1 in SMT4 or something different like SMT3 or Desu 2? I don't know anything about Devil Summoner one or two. I assume they're talking about or Survivor. I think it was Survivor, talking. probably. Survivor. I don't know about those. They suck. I know about four and three though, so I know what he's getting from there. Um, uh, so more options are less. I mean, more options is cooler, I guess, if they're distinct, right? It entirely depends on how the it's ending's f- done. Yeah, how the ending is done for sure. This question isn't fully inclusive because there's a fourth ending in four or two. The problem the problem is the white. 
I w- like the chaos law neutral is good in something like Strange Journey, but I think it's horrible in something like SMT4 because I think that they represent it in a childish way. Same thing with um, SMT2, they represent it very childishly. Um, yeah, it depends on the implementation. So yeah, so like, yeah, what Spider said, what you just said right now, has to be done well. I, w- I, would- I wouldn't care either way as long as it's done well. Glib? Glibothy? Uh, Desu 1 sucks. I'm sure Desu 2 also sucks. It's Desu. Desu 1 sucks uh, Alliance. I, I love that you, that you, that wasn't even part of the question. You just had to like, just shut <laughs> off this guy like out of nowhere. <laughs> Let it be known. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't really care as long as it's good. I mean, as long as it's interesting and fun. I don't hey, really that's four people unanimous. Since that's four separate walks of life all saying that it just has we to be all, good. Do we all have different alignments? Are we the alignment? We're talking about it. I don't think that the reasons are that different from the alignments, to be honest. They're not. They're um, not. People just they say they're because they want There's to. Like a little more flavor they, to it. That they is... change the visuals for it, and, it, and that makes yeah. people think it's different. Like, I don't know. It's weird to me. The, the other thing to consider is if we are the four alignments, what, is that, what are the alignments then? I'm the white. <laughs> yeah, you, more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We are doomed to endlessly repeat our mistakes. <laughs> And then, dang, okay, so then what would that mean? Liz is definitely law. Liz is law, for sure, yeah. Spider's neutral, and we could just... I am not chaos. Yeah, you're chaos. chaos. There's there's nothing chaotic about me. World of Strength. (laughs) They bought four copies of that fucking pre-order thing of the Nocturne Special Edition to deprive other people, and now you're trying to resell it to them? To the people? (laughs) <laughs> you're like you're like so he's oh, even got the evil laugh down you're, you're sitting on your throne of magazines of hijuri occult magazines and you're like no one else can have this i fought for this this is my strength you're making me like a smog try to destroy me and take this from me no no, no. you're making it like a smog thing but it's more like i have the library of alexandria and i just don't want it to burn so I just keep it. One book alone. That is no. That is one. That is a malapropism by you. So. <laughs> That's right. I'm bringing out the three syllable words, motherfucker. Yeah, Mal- I mean, that is the white and five syllables. Yeah. Actually, definitely was not three syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I never said into an account. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, Austin stuff care. at I only tweet stuff. Writes favorite S and T game available on the three DS. Uh, blitz around, go glib. Favorite game on 3ds? That's SMT. Uh, if we're counting DS games, hurry no, on just 3ds, then Soul Hackers easily. Okay, Glaru, Soul Hackers. Okay, Spider, four for me. It's a three way tie between four Apocalypse and Soul Hackers, they're all really great and fun. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Yeshi at T. I don't know how to pronounce this. T A Y Yeshi. I don't know. How do you think Alice could bring back the original Digital Devil Story saga into relevancy? They can't. The original. De- is this like the old like Loki with the computer? Like that shit. Is that what they're talking about? Yes, that's what they're talking about. Okay, they can't. No. The answer is no. It's anyone it's- else. I mean, no, that's that's the answer. Yeah, that's like 
so I've made this joke before, but it's like instead of doing a school shooting, you summon a bunch of demons and get them to kill all the kids for you. And that's like what that original story was. There's not really a good way to make that relevant again. I don't think without setting people off. Yeah. It's, it's already, pretty fucked um, up. It's got like rape stuff in it. Not good. <laughs> it's already getting a re-release in Japan, which we're never going to get because they're never going to localize older games like that again. Right. Because yeah. nobody buys it. Yep. Yeah. Next uh, sure. Next question. So th- I'm going to just sort of rattle off a bunch of remaster and remake questions all at once. And I credit the the people who asked them because you know they're they're loyal fans, they're cool people. For instance, Michael Sanchez, longtime writer in uh, at length username, asks: First of all, Kyaku Megami Tensei one two spoiler cast when? Interesting question. Follows up: What's the next PS2 era game you hope Atlas remasters, a la Nocturne HD? Don't answer this because we're moving on. Sonic Saber YT at Skyrider G7. Do you think there will be a P123 remake or SNT12 remake? Uh, don't answer that either. Catherine Stacy at MLG764. Do you think there's a chance that DDS, <laughs> Duology, or Raidu will get a remaster? Uh, is there anything else for remasters? Is that it? I think those are the three, yeah. There might have been one or two more that were repeats of this, basically, but we'll credit those people because they have the most interesting way of phrasing it. So the question is, do you think DDS, Raidu, uh, anything, Persona 1 through 3 or SMT 1 and 2 will get remade? What do you think? Persona 1 through 2, no. Um, Hopefully. 1 and 2, no. Um, three, yes, or at least ported. Um, Persona three, yes, yeah, sure. Persona three ported for sure. I, I hope Digital Devil Saga is the next thing to port or remaster. Then Rido, Digital Devil Saga is a more interesting story, better looking, everything else better about it. So I'd rather play that first anyway. I started Rido one. I don't see how they remaster that, bro. The, the gameplay <laughs> is dog shit so far. If they don't introduce a new element for the gameplay. That's gonna be a tough one. This is so one thing I'll say about Megaton games is that people complain about encounter rates a lot. But for me, that's never been much of a problem, except in Rhino One. I actually hate the encounter rate because the game I think it's I think it's actually linked with what you do during the encounter. Because in Soul Hackers, the encounter rate is very high, but I personally found the combat to be entertaining to some degree. And it's Mostly because Nemesis can just delete everything, and that's funny to me. So you so run I, into a demon every 30 seconds, you're like, all right, get ready to get fucked, motherfucker. 30 seconds wipe you out. Yeah, it probably it's shorter than that, yeah. No, yeah. But then but, in Raido, it's like, all right, I got to walk behind this guy and then combo him and then walk him around him again and then stab him. It's like, okay, I killed him, walk 10 feet to inspect some clue. It's like, oh, I got to do this again. Cool. But it's, it's not, not even really just like put it. It. not a lot of buttons to press, mm-hmm. not like resistances to think about or math to do. Like, oh, I can't hit this guy. I have to hit this guy instead with Almighty because he's got resist. It's walk behind this guy and press buttons. It, it's it's like, not even fuck this. It's just it's not even the fact that there's nothing to do. It's uh, it's they're so long. There's no way for it to be fast with so hackers yeah. and the other game. Yeah, you, you just delete battle. them. 
Like, yeah. Fuck you. I'm out. So, so yeah, you could have 30 um, encounters in under 10 minutes, but they're like 31 second encounters. For Raidu, it's man. Now you got me saying it like that. Raidu, it's um. Raidu. It's Raidu. Every battle is like a minute long, and that doesn't sound like a lot of time, but it's a lot of time. It's so annoying. It's not yeah. fun. And there's way more stuff to do with with turn based battle. You can like if you get in turn based battle, you can go make lunch and come back, and nothing's good. If you get into a Raidu battle, you got to press buttons and move around. It's fucked up. Fuck this live action shit. What do you think you're doing with this? If it's gonna be live action, make it as hot and as cool as Makin. Yeah. Doesn't live up to that, bro. Doesn't oh, live So Glib Neb or Glib Spider, what are you guys' thoughts on the remaster stuff? I think every single Mega Ten will be remade. <laughs> is what these questions uh, about to. On the first uh <laughs> almost a persona. Uh, the PS2 era remasters. Um honestly, I do not care at all. I don't even care about Malcolm HD, to be honest with you. I don't care at all. Um, but I do think that, if anything, they should do Rido because those are really hard to get on PS2 now. They're expensive. Well, there's a way. Yeah. Yes, I reckon there would be a way to get those games. I think many people complain about their availability. To that that? On Steam. I'm just talking in a way that indicates a certain thing you could do. <laughs> Matey. <laughs> Whispers? Yeah. <laughs> Do it not be clear to you, mate. What time in buying here? Are you, Atlas, I don't please like don't this. shut us down. This is, you're making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Spider? Do you have any opinions on remakes? Do you think every single game should be remade and really re-released for the modern age? I don't think it's worth the effort. I don't think people are going to buy it if they remake it. Um, it's better just it. to remaster it and put it on a um, system that people actually buy. Yep. Agreed. Next question. Here's a quick one. Griffith the Eighth at Griffith Eighth uh, on Twitter writes in asking, "Any chance SMT is on PS4?" Prince, nope. Hope is last thing lost. No, hope is lost. If you are not a Nintendo baby and you do not own a Switch, you will not be able to play SMT5 for probably 10 years until they put it on PC later on. Yeah, this is definitely a Switch exclusive and it's going to stay that way. Don't expect yeah. it to be ported. No, sir. Uh, you get nothing. Yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, bash the fash, communism emoji at Heat Street 9. <laughs> Do you think Atlas will upgrade the fusion system in Nocturne? I hate exiting and re-entering. Nope, uh, they won't. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll they'll probably patch that out. That's fucking dumb. I remember I don't, that. You know. For anyone unaware, when you went to the, the uh, her- what is it called? Heretic Mansion or is it called the cathedral right. on the localization? I don't You're, know. Right. You're right. Whatever You're it's right. called. The place where you do fusion, when you fuse two demons, the amount of inheritance, inherited skills are like random. You got to go back and reconfirm it to like get a different generation of what skills get passed on. And it's stupid. It's like, why would you do that? If it's random, you're just going to abuse it. It's not even like you have to use a save state to do it because you can see, you can preview what they are. You have to wait for the fusion to happen. It's totally stupid. And if they don't remove that, it'll be insane. I think the point of it is so that you don't get exactly what you want. 
But you can. You just got to keep going back out and in. I mean, most people don't. Though. Most people just do it for like a few minutes and then be like, oh, this is good enough, I guess, and then move on. Yeah, I think it's purposely designed that way, and I don't think they're. I hope they change it because it's still going to. <laughs> I, I think, think it's still... unlikely they'll change it, but I hope they change it as well. Because it just slows everything down. Exactly. It's a lot, especially early on. It's not that big of a deal. Who gives a shit? But later on, it's like, come on, man! Like I'm just going to try to get this transferred. It's not. I'm absolutely going to sit there and do that. I'm just going to transfer over and over until I get what I want. So just let me choose, or something. I don't think it's optimal, but I don't know what if they fixed it. I don't know what how they would fix it and if that would be better. Because I don't. I don't think there's a much. What are options that they're really going to do realistically other than just making you pick what schools you want? I think that's kind of dumb to me. As long as they don't allow you to like transfer fog breadth onto elementals or change, you know, how inheritance works, I think it's fine. It's just yeah. simply a um, UI change. Yeah, because it's like just being able to choose from a discrete set of values from two set of demons isn't going to break the game because people would sit yeah. by and brute force it anyway. It's not it's- like... Yeah, it's, it's not changing the availability of the skill. It's just how you actually put it on and how much time it takes to actually be in a kill right. or satchel. So you're, instead of yeah. 20 minute, you know, sitting there resetting, resetting, resetting for things you already know that can go on there, you just and put it not, on in there and leave instead of being sitting there for 20 minutes. You're not going to be able to make insane stuff that you can for where it's like the Wild West, you know? Yeah, I don't want them to put um, make the skills more available at yeah. all. Four was way too easy to do that, but if you just upgrade that in Nocturne, it's not a big deal, I don't think. Anyway, uh, we're right. The other people are wrong. We're going to move on. What's the last question? Oh, here's a good one to end on. Well, I guess we have two to end on. Um, We've already done that one. We're going to do that one. Let's end on this one. GFB Tunes at GFB Tunes on Twitter asks, what's your favorite part about making these podcasts? Liveru, since you're, this is your idea doing this this nightmare, oh, why don't you tell us? Um, there's a couple of things. I love being in charge, so so bullying and being in charge of Neb makes you're me happy. Charge, so okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite part is the um, the part that leads up to the podcast, which is uh, Spider and Glib posting all the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the legwork. <laughs> I'm the color commentator, okay? I bring the personality. That's my job. You guys... I, 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 I always try to... I make an effort to put at least three posts per, per like, news cycle. I don't I, think I've contributed a single piece of news <laughs> in my entire life. I don't think I have either. I have made these notes today, all of them. Like, if you look at the if you look at our news channel, that's, it's mostly just you, uh, just uh, Glib and Spider. And then I'll Glib posted E-Girl Nautica, which... Really cursed. Yeah, I dated someone like this in high school who wasn't eight years old. Wore my chemical romance shirt and a choker, and dyed her hair. So this is very triggering for me. Yeah, but that's my favorite part. Is literally the part where Spider and Glib do all the work, and I just read everything. (laughs) My favorite part is just just uh, having a nice cigar, drinking a lot, and. Usually being on drugs and just talking a lot. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's a good time. It's fun. Um, sort of like improv, you know, but you don't uh, molest anyone like most people in improv do. <laughs> Glib? Glib. Oh, I thought you had Spider. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's kind of fun, I guess. I was initially going to say that it's cool having intellectual discussion about SMT, but after this podcast, oh, I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> I know. They're trying to pick the moral high ground, you law hero. You... I don't know, bro. This podcast I'm looking kind of stupid right now. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's pretty low. Oh, next to think about starting with apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best starting point. I'm going Definitely to it start with the second game, not the first game. That makes yes, sense. Please. You're going to tell people to try to find St. Michael's Cathedral on the S&T 4 Overworld when they've never been to Japan, or whatever that gay-ass cathedral is. All I'm saying is, even spiders dunking on you, Neb, so that's how you know you're... No. no. <laughs> He's joining the bandwagon. I'm the I'm the chaos hero. This is like... Street, uh, this is like um, I was ranting about this the other day, actually. <laughs> so Neb's wrong, confirmed. Spider, what's your favorite part about the podcast? Reading all the news. I like <laughs> I like finding all of it. I like reading all of it. I just yeah, I have like thirty different feeds of just like stuff in Japanese and English and it collects stuff from Google and Twitter and all that. And yeah. I just look through all that sometimes. <laughs> I have to say it's always really weird to me when I talk about something that Spiders even like and she already knows news before I do. <laughs> Spider is literally the gif of uh, Futaba typing. And- <laughs> no. <laughs> the record, LaRue just compared Spider to Futaba from Persona 5. Just horrendously insulting. We're going to end the podcast with that sexism, I guess, I think. I'm not sure. Is accusing of being an e-girl sexist? Is that what that is? We don't know. Is it classist? I'm not sure. Why don't you debate amongst yourselves and let us know? Oh, also, before we leave, uh, we had a a uh, a contest. We've been trying to get people to win. Uh, we had selected our winners in a previous episode. Only two of them accepted. Allura, do you have the winners handy at all? Do I have the? Yeah, because I do all the work. Yeah, I have I have the the winners handy. Why? What do you want? Well, why don't you say the names of the people who haven't contacted us yet, and then we will I don't know call them out here so we can talk to them. <laughs> okay, I mean, so essentially, what it boils down to is, I responded to your comments on the on the video that had the contest on it, and I just need you guys to actually, literally, contact me in any of the ways that we mentioned before. Of course, I auto played it. Um, so the people, the, the two people that I've already responded, you know who you are, but we need Super Skyman sixty four. If you can, please respond. And Sarikaya, if you can please respond. Uh, I think that was it. Shouldn't be hard, this hard to give away a free game. Yeah, we're trying to give you free stuff, guys. So come on, please get those people to talk to us. And if we really can't get in touch with them, we'll figure out some other some other situation. Because we got five keys burned holes in our pockets here. Okay. Wait, we're five so- keys but only four people. Who is the fifth well, person? Ramon Akaro? <laughs> No, so we originally had four because there's four hosts, and then I saw that stupid-ass Bufu moment comment, and I was like, we gotta do five. 
We got to do five. Yeah, that means I forgot to contact someone. I don't know which uh, one. Well, we're going to figure it out, folks. If Luru replied to you in the comments of YouTube, please, please respond. Yep, please. Please do it. That's... I, yeah, uh, that's game. the episode, folks. Uh, anything else from anyone? Uh, Perfect. Really. We're going to get out of here. It's over. The music is already playing. Whatever the music is going to be this week, probably the same thing because it's a newscast. Uh, 